pick up at the top of 13, Yud Gimel with the Mishnah, he uh, omerit, Mukatait Ani. She says, uh, she admits uh, that she's not a virgin because <coughs> uh, she had some kind of injury, uh, as we said, um, that a piece of wood uh, would have broken a hymen, really means any type of uh, uh, non-human intervention over here. She had an accident. Uh, no, you had relations with a man, uh, and therefore uh, it's, uh, that, that it's a man, not a natural accident. Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Eliezer say we believe her. Uh, it says, Again, the same kind of phrase, uh, that we don't believe her, essentially. We don't live by her word. In other words, we don't believe her. That's Rabbi Yeshua. Uh, it says, Ella, uh, what are you in this case? We make sure, we, we presume that she is, uh, had been, uh, had relations with a man until we can prove otherwise. Okay, uh, that she was actually it was a uh, um, some kind of natural event uh, that broke her hymen, right, uh, or, or some kind of accident. Okay, so not quite clear exactly. In the previous case, it was quite clear uh, what the amounts uh, they were claiming were. Here, it's not as clear. So that leads the Gemara uh, to ask the following question: Tana two Abumai. Exactly, what are their tanas? Uh, their claims backwards and forwards over here. Rabbi Yochanan Omer, This is something we discussed two days ago. Uh, the question is, how much is a mukat eitz? Uh, what, what is what is the, the the price, as it were, for mukat eitz? Uh, what does she receive as a ketubah? On the one hand, um, we had uh, Rabbi Meir's opinion, which says that uh, she she she's a uh, even though she may not physically be a virgin, but uh, from a perspective of never being with a man before, uh, so she is a virgin. And therefore, uh, Rabbi Yochanan uh, is, is saying what Rabbi Meir says, uh, in my time, um, uh, you, she gets uh, 200, uh, and, um, and therefore, uh, the, the groom is countering to that. He says, Umane. He says, uh, this woman should only be worth because uh, th- this... Um, she's no longer physically a virgin, she only gets 100. Rebeleza says, no, Rebeleza says, no, the other opinion that we had two days ago uh, is that it's not her fault, maybe, that uh, she's no longer a virgin, it was this accident, uh, but she still gets, she's not a, uh, um, uh, a proper virgin with, or with, with her harm, and so therefore uh, she gets 100. The husband says, in this case, uh, no. Uh, she, um, she, uh, you know, so she still uh, gets. It's not a, a total mekach taut, uh, says Rabbi Yezer, according to uh, the the first opinion, and therefore she would still get one hundred. Uh, the, the 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 groom, however, in this situation, uh, is claiming no. Uh, she had relations, and and therefore it's a mekach taut, a totally mistaken transaction of here, and therefore uh, she should get nothing at all. So really, that is the the difference. Uh, between the two of them, okay, and uh, the Gemara continues, uh, and it says, uh, as, as uh, kind of uh, hinted to uh, or, or mentioned, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Maya. Uh, the difference between 200 or 100, uh, the, gr- the bride claims she's worth 200, uh, the groom says 100, that is like Rabbi Meir. Who said that whether the husband was aware uh, beforehand that she had this accident uh, or not aware of that uh, situation, uh, she would get 200 because um, 
it wasn't uh, a man after all. Uh, Rabbi Leizer, Mayor Rabbi Leizer says, no man of law clum, either 100 or nothing, Savalek Rabbi Karabanan, he holds like the rabbis who disputed Rabbi Meir de Amri, Bain Hikirba, Bain Law Hikirba, whether the husband were, um, was aware uh, or not that uh, she had this accident or not, uh, all she gets is 100. Because after all, uh, she is not a 100% a virgin with Batulim. Okay, you can understand and go like Rabbi Yochanan. He says, because he wanted to explain the Mishnah, uh, he wanted to explain this, this Mishnah like uh, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi, um, the Rabbis uh, and not uh, the minority opinion of Rabbi Meir. Ella, Rabbi Yochanan, my time, will come up Rabbi why did Rabbi Yochanan not state uh, his explanation uh, like Rabbi Laza? The Gemara answers, Kasava kansa b'cheska petula v'nim said b'ola yeshla kutuba mane. Uh, and uh, the reason he says because if a groom gets married to a woman and you, we assume she's a virgin and then she's found out to be a non-virgin uh, what she gets in this case is 100 okay so in this situation uh, you know that even the rabbis would agree to that and if you explain it like that uh, you know he's saying listen uh, you've You've had relations before, okay, and you would only get 100 dinner. And she's saying, no, I was had an accident, and therefore uh, I'm also liable, uh, you know, I, I should get 100 dinner as well. Uh, so therefore, Amarika Bain Tana Diday, Latana Dida. So therefore, there's no uh, argument on a practical level uh, between the husband and the wife if they're arguing about the same thing. So therefore, uh, that's why Rabbi Yochanan would have to explain it. Uh, like the opinion of Rabbi Meir, he says, no, it's a case of 200 versus 100, not just 100 versus 100. Right, so again, we carry uh, ask, Bishlam uh, Rabbi Lazar, we explain uh, to uh, the, the, the opinion, we can understand well, according to Rabbi Lazar, uh, whether it's 100, and it says, that's why we had this Mishnah and the previous Mishnah, uh, which teach uh, two uh, similar kind of arguments, okay. Uh, in Chada, uh, in this Mishnah, comes Lefuke uh, the Rami Bar-Khama, to exclude the opinion of Rabbi Khama, who says that uh, if she wasn't aware uh, that that she had this accident, everyone agrees it's uh, it's totally mistaken, and therefore she doesn't get anything. Okay, um, and and that's <coughs> uh, and and uh, and and if she, um, uh, you know, th- that's the thing from this Mishnah. It's clear. Uh, that uh, you know, if she claims this accident, she would get 100. in the previous Mishnah, uh, which talked about Lafuke Ravchia Ba'avin, to exclude what Ravchia Ba'avin, Amarav Sheshit, in the name of Rav Sheshit, who says as follows: Ella, um, uh, you know, what was that? It says uh, we assume that she was a virgin, and then she's found out to be a non-virgin. She still gets 100. And the previous Mishnah, he'd said, listen, uh, I was raped. Uh, and therefore, you, you were raped, um, and that uh, before I actually engaged you, and therefore my uh, uh, it and you would get nothing uh, in this instance. Okay, and uh, it says, um, So, but according to Rabbi Yochanan, 
so you can understand that, the difference between those two, uh, this Mishnah and the previous Mishnah. Uh, but according to Rabbi Yochanan, why do you need uh, these two similar machlokets? Uh, you know, that's, uh, it's really, we've really worked out that Rabbi Yochanan agrees um, that in this case she gets 100. Uh, as well, so in the, even in the previous Mishnah, she would get 100, and this Mishnah also, uh, she seems to get 100. So why teach a very similar type of dispute uh, just in both cases? Uh, and uh, the Gemara answers, Chada Rodiacha Kocho de Rabban Kamel. Why to teach you uh, that uh, the opinion of Rabban Kamel uh, and how far he goes uh, in believing uh, her? Okay, and uh, you know whether or not you know whatever she says, and this Mishnah, Rabbi Gamliel, uh, and and Rabbi as I say, no, we we believe her because uh, she she knows what happened, and therefore, as we said, uh, she would get um, you know two hundred uh, and in the previous Mishnah as well, we said uh, she 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 said, listen, um, at, uh, in the previous Mishnah, uh, we we. It come and and it said, listen, um, uh, you know, after after I got engaged, you I got raped, and therefore, uh, you know, it, uh, it, it's your it's your bad luck uh, that that happened. Your field was flooded, okay. And Rabban Gamliel Rabbi Eliezer says we believe her in this instance. So in both cases, uh, the reason that we um, have to explain the Mishnah uh, like that, we we have two. Uh, you know, similar kind of cases, uh, but in, uh, to, to show you how far we go uh, with Rabban Kamliya, uh, it says, uh, and um, well, and uh, it says Vakada, and the other one is Rabbi Yeshua, uh, who says the opposite. Uh, how far we disbelieve uh, this woman? Uh, so even if she just says, uh, in you know, the, for example, uh, that she was Mukat uh, Eitz, uh, in this in this thing, we say no. Uh, we we say no. That that's not a good. Um, claim uh, over here, and therefore she's not entitled to anything. Uh, it is uh, a mekachtat. All right, so that, that's that's it. Uh, um, uh, and here we just expand this and explain it. Uh, the first one to teach you how far Rabbi Yeshua goes, uh, and and it says that. Uh, um, the power of Rabbi Yeshua, Migo, even though uh, you could say that um, uh, her claim is 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 uh, uh, the, the first one uh, to show you how, how negative Rabbi Yeshua is, uh, and and says even in this in the, in the first case, uh, which which even which you claim a Migo, as we discussed yesterday, uh, should still be. Um, uh, the Migo, she could have given a better claim uh, and, and said, listen. Um, you know, it, it was uh, an accident, and then to, therefore uh, she she would be permitted to acquire. And she said, "No, I was raped uh, after after uh, we got engaged, and therefore uh, I, uh, you know, I'm, but but at, at least you know, I'm telling you uh, that that's what happened." She could have given a me and said, "Listen, uh, it happened by accident." She doesn't do that. She would have still been allowed to acquire, uh, etc. Once she said uh, time is rape, uh, then she's no longer allowed to acquire. All right, so uh, that's it. So even in in that in that first case, Rabbi Yeshua would say, "Afogav, diko leima migo." Even though we could say in that situation.
expression. Uh, we don't believe her in that instance. But right, and in this last case, in this last case, we teach Rabbi and Gamliel to show you how far it goes to believe the woman. And it says, No, she, she says, I was uh, I had this accident. Uh, there's nothing better that she could say. Uh, in this la- later case, that's that's just what she says, and therefore uh, there's no migo in this last case. Amahemna, we say uh, we believe her in that instance. Right, next Mishnah. Uh, they see uh, people see a woman speaking to another man, and they don't recognize him. And then Amrila Amativo Shaoshe. I say, what is the nature of this person? Okay, what 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 is you know really that that means? Um, you know that uh, is he a uh, what uh, what what uh, kind of lineage is he? So Ishploni Avakwainu. She says uh, he's a. Uh, a normal is a normal guy, and actually is a Kayan. As we mentioned uh, yesterday, it doesn't necessarily dafka mean that he's a Kayan. Just means he is of impeccable lineage. There's no problem with his lineage. Uh, again, Rabban Gamla or Rabbi Omrim, name in it. Rabban Gamla and Rabbi say we believe her. In this instance, Rabbi Yeshua Omar Lo Mepia Anu Chaim. Rabbi Yeshua comes and says uh, the same. Uh, claim we don't we don't live by our words. In other words, we don't uh, believe her. Uh, we assume that uh, she had relations with this Givoni or this Mamzer until she brings proof uh, to her statement that that is not true. Okay, so we'll see exactly uh, you know what that means in a second because uh, surely speaking isn't a problem. Now, a uh, similar kind of case, Hati Muberit, uh, this woman is pregnant. Amrila, uh, we quoted this, I think, yesterday. Uh, what is the nature of this fetus over there? What, you know, who's the dad? She says, no, uh, of impeccable lineage, uh, even a Kohen. Again, so we believe her in this instance. Rabbi Yeshua says, no, we don't believe her, we don't stand uh, by this case. Um, um, we assume that she conceived from a Givoni or a Mamzer, uh, etc. Until we bring proof uh, to her statements. Okay, uh, so it seems very similar. Uh, both cases of the Mishnah will expand on that. But firstly, Maim and Aberit, what does it mean uh, just talking? You know, there's no problem of a man speaking to a woman. Uh, it says, no, Amar, you can't take it literally. So Ziri Amar Nistara means that we saw people, uh, that, that we have people witnessing uh, the fact that she secluded, uh, she, she went into seclusion with this man, and we're not sure. Uh, you know what what happened behind uh, in that secluded area, whether they had relations or not. Okay, um, uh, Rav Asi Amar. No, Rav Asi says, listen, uh, No, we saw them actually having relations together, and therefore it's a much more concrete uh, proof in that uh, instance. So Bishlam al we can understand um, according to Ziri, Hanukatani Minaberet. Uh, you know that's why they saw them uh, talking together, and then they disappeared into this. Uh, 
um, a quiet place. Okay, so they were just talking to each other, uh, but they didn't actually see any action. Okay, as opposed to Ella Ravashi, my Madaberit. Why does he talk to, you know, if they see, he sees them actually together, uh, what is that, you know, what, what is the meaning of the word? Uh, he saw them just talking. Uh, no, he says, Lishnam uh, Alia. No, it's just a nice language, euphemistic way of, uh, of talking. Uh, it says, Dictive Achlu Macha, Pia Law. Um, uh, it's talking about a, 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 a zona, a prostitute. It says, uh, and she says, yeah, you've got the um, the forehead is a, is a, uh, the, the, like a, um, the uh, the forehead of a zona, and she she eats and she wipes her mouth. I uh, she she eats and wipes her mouth. Really, uh, that is talking about medaberet, uh, like a, a mouth mouth speaks. But here it's obviously a reference to the sexual. Uh, female sexual organ eats and wipes her mouth and says I've done nothing wrong. Okay, so that is uh, uh, talks about you know it, it uh, wipes her mouth and uh, and that is a reference uh, to actually uh, the the female sexual organ. Okay, uh, that is but just in a euphemistic way. Right, so so that that's it. so now again we're trying to work out Bishlam is eerie. You can understand according to Ziri uh, where it says what Hainu um, uh, Taita. That's why it says. Um, there are two parts to the Mishnah. Okay, uh, one is that Medaberit and Mu'uberit. Uh, one was where she, they just saw them speaking, and then the other one is where she's actually pregnant. Okay, Ella uh, Ravashi Tatalamini. But if it's bo- really both the cases, uh, um, are the same really that they had, had relations. One, we, we saw them having relations. Second one, she's pregnant. The cl- cases are very close. According to Ravasi, surely it's the, you know, why would you need to teach the same thing in both parts of the Mishnah? And the Gemara answers, uh, the one says, according to Ravasi, uh, it says uh, to, to say, uh, I mean, the, the, the first one is even though she was uh, speaking to a man, that means her. Okay, we still she's still okay to marry a Kohen because even though she had relations, Rabbi and Rabbi Gamliel uh, say that we believe her. Uh, and uh, this person, you know, she didn't behave well, uh, but uh, on the other hand, uh, she is still able to uh, to 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 marry a Kohen uh, because the person was not forbidden to her, uh, as opposed to. Um, and uh, the, the other opinion, Rabbi Yeshua would say, no, she's unforbidden to her Kohen. Uh, similarly, uh, the second part of the Mishnah, and the other one says, no, uh, if, if this woman, the single woman is pregnant, uh, we would say uh, in that situation, the daughter uh, born from that pregnancy, uh, she could be, uh, or, you know, marry a Kohen. I suppose it could be a son uh, as well, but uh, we're just saying a daughter is, is, is fit enough even to marry a Kohen, uh, because Rabbi uh, Lazar and Rabbi Gamliel say we believe the mother. So the Gemara says, "Vahanich leman damar ledivrei hamachshir ba hamachshir brivita." This works out well according to the opinion that says uh, if we believe her uh, that she could marry a kohen brivita, uh, we could also believe her daughter machshir brivita. We also allow her daughter to marry a kohen as well. Ella leman damar. That's uh, but there's another opinion that says ledivrei hamachshir ba posav vina. Uh, but one says, even though we may believe her, uh, it says, and she could marry a Kohen, uh, but the daughter, uh, we don't go so far as to uh, give credibility to the daughter uh, in this case. Uh, so, you know, so, so um, uh, what can we say about that? Uh, surely, um, uh, you know, how 
you had you resolved that? Uh, no, Sir Ravashi, Sava command Ama, Divara Mashir, Ba Mashir Bavita. Uh, he holds of the opinion that says no. Uh, once you believe her, uh, and and you and she could marry a priest, uh, we also uh, um, believe uh, you know allow uh, the daughter to marry a kohen as well. All right, I'm a papa labai. Rapapa says to Abai, Laziri, according to Laziri, Adama my Melaberet. So, what does Laziri mean when it talks about Melaberet? Nistara, she secluded herself, as we said. La Hemena, and and and. Rabbi Yeshua says uh, we don't believe her uh, in this um, in this instance, and we say that uh, she must have uh, slept with uh, with someone uh, that uh, that is uh, not uh, fit properly fit, okay, and is is blemished. Amarav Rav says Malkin van Osrin but Rav says uh, you can lash a man and a woman uh, if they have uh, seclusion together. Uh, that it's, it's not allowed. Uh, from a medic point of view, you're not allowed to uh, go into seclusion. Yehud, uh, it says, but uh, you don't go so far as to uh, forbid a woman to her husband uh, if she has uh, seclusion. Uh, you know, in in the case of a sota, uh, that that might be different and stuff. She would have to undergo the test, etc. But just uh, in inverted commas, uh, uh, being alone with each other, uh, you won't forbid a woman on her husband. Okay, it's only if she's definitely. Um, had relations with this man, uh, then she'd be forbidden to her husband. Okay, Salaam of the Lord, Rabbi Yeshua. Maybe the statement of Rabbi is not like Rabbi Yeshua, uh, because uh, Rabbi Yeshua had said, listen, uh, we, we presume that this woman had uh, relations with someone who's unfit with her, uh, for her, as we said, a Givoni or a Mamza, etc. Uh, therefore, even after seclusion, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's too late, uh, and it would mess this woman's marriage, whole marriage up. And if the Gemara answers, no, I feel you, uh, Rabbi Yeshua, we could even say um, uh, a, a situation uh, like Rabbi Yeshua, we could even say it goes like Rabbi Yeshua, why? Malin Asu uh, We say there's a high standard when it comes to Yuxin, uh, to of lineage, okay, so even though she wouldn't be forbidden uh, for her husband uh, she, she um, you know, as a result of the seclusion however, uh, in the situation that um, husband died or something, that she would not be allowed uh, to marry a Kohen. Right, the Gemara says, mate, right? uh, is that really true? Uh, she saw if uh, we see a woman going into, uh, in, in, into seclusion with a man or into a ruin. Okay, and uh, and therefore, uh, you know, who was that man that you're with? Uh, and she replies, and he's a Kohen, and he's actually the son of my father's brother. Okay, he's my cousin uh, over here, and, uh, and therefore, there's there's no problem uh, with Yichus over here. Again, Rabbi Gamla and Rabbi Yezer believe the woman, Rabbi Yeshua, we don't believe her. No, we assume that this guy is uh, of, of blemished lineage, and, uh, and as a result, uh, she cannot uh, marry a uh, Kohen until she brings proof uh, to, to what she is saying. 
So Gomorrah says, Bishlam and Laziri, uh, again, uh, we can work out well according to Ziri. Hanukatani Tata, that's why it talks about uh, two, two cases over there into seclusion uh, where there's probably less chance that she had relations, and then into a ruin, uh, which is uh, even more secluded area uh, where there's more chance. So you can understand that uh, between the two of them. Ella and Ravasi, but according to Ravasi, Dama Nevala, who said that actually, uh, what, what is this? Um, going into seclusion, I mean, talking mean, uh, talking with this man uh, means both in a, in a, in a hidden place uh, and in, in, the, in, the, in the ruin, um, they, they, they had relations. Uh, but why do you need the same case in both uh, situations? Uh, and uh, the Gomorrah answers uh, as well, Khadakhtani, uh, it's actually one big case. Uh, no, to the secluded part of a ruin, uh, and it actually is one case. Um, uh, no, uh, surely the Mishnah uh, put an or between the two of them. It says they went into a hidden place or uh, to a churva. Uh, so therefore you can't say the, the, the hidden place of a churva. Okay? Uh, no, the matter, the answer is um, the reason that you would have both cases. Uh, one is uh, a ruin in the city uh, and it says churva. The uh, davra, and one is a ruin in the in the field, uh, very far away from the city. It's tricky, and you need both cases. Uh, why? Diashmin and churvata. If you would have only had um, uh, the 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 churva damata, if you'd only have the ruin in the city, bechada machshir rabban gamliel mishum mishov derov kasherim. I would say that. Uh, um, uh, because most of the people uh, in the city, uh, we know who they are, and uh, we say they are good people, uh, and it says, um, uh, and therefore they, we know that they are of uh, good yichas. Aval um, de davra. If you go out into a, a ruin in the field, uh, the majority of the people, the rob poslin most of the people there of Britain. It's the it's a big wide world, and uh, a lot of um, uh, the majority obviously would be non-Jewish people, and that would be uh, that we puzzle. Uh, to her, Ama Morelai, Ravi Yoshua. Uh, maybe we would agree in this instance, like Ravi Yoshua. So we say no. Uh, he 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 kept his opinion, and he only um. Uh, it's is uh, you know, he, he said no uh, in both cases. So now Yishmin and he and he only taught the case of the field. He might have said, but he came out of Yeshua. And in that case, Rabbi Yeshua holds his opinion that she's forbidden. Avabaha, uh, one in the one in the city. We know the kind of people in the city, uh, etc. And uh, we we we, uh, we know that they are of good lineage. Amamode Rabban Gamliel. Maybe uh, Rabbi Yeshua would agree with Rabban Gamliel in this instance, and therefore. Uh, she would be considered um, uh, a, a, you know, a, a believable. Uh, therefore, no, we say they maintain their opinion uh, both in both cases, uh, whether the, the, it's in, the, in the, uh, a ruin close to the city or a ruin uh, in the field, far out in the field. Gemara challenges that Maitvei, Zu Eidot Sha'isha La. Uh, we said that if she had, she said that she had relations with a person, and uh, he said that person was perfectly, hundred percent from a yichus point of view. Um, uh, it says, uh, uh, yeah, it it is um, his testimony. 
that is that a woman is allowed to actually give. Okay, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says no. I know no minute. We we say she's not believed. So now Amalehim Rabbi Yeshua, the Rabbi Rabbi Yeshua says the Rabbis. Yatem Modim Yeshua Shenish Beit Veishla Edim Shenish Shenish Beit. What happens if a woman gets captured? She's got witnesses that she has got captured. Veomeret Tohara Ani, and she says that I am Tahor. Shani no minute. We see uh, that we she's not believed in that instance. Uh, so here too should be the same things because uh, the, well, sorry let's just explain in this case we say that this woman uh, we assume that once she's been captured she has been violated uh, and as a result uh, so sure to surely, surely so too here uh, we see this woman uh, going somewhere with, the, with this person we assume that uh, uh, they um, had relations and the woman says no uh, or the rabbis say no I'm law uh, the rabbis would say back oh, well, um, you know but there is a difference in these cases my fresh yesh benzu lizu what is the difference between this case and that case lizu yesh adim in that case uh, they are like adim because there are witnesses that she was taken captive once she's taken captive uh, we say uh, that they are the, the people uh, the captors are obviously of low moral standing. Uh, that's the kind of behavior that they're involved in and uh, that they get involved in. They capture people, they rape them, etc. And as a result, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an absolute given that she is going to have been violated. However, but in this case, the woman that secluded herself uh, with this man, uh, there's no actual witness that she had relations. Uh, she could say, listen, I didn't have relations. Uh, and, uh, and, 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 and instead, what she said is, I did have relations, and, uh, but the person that I had relations with uh, was of good yichus. So surely that is a, a, a kind of amigo as well. Amalahim, uh, Rav Yeshua would turn around uh, to, to them and say, listen, Avzu, Aflazu, Yesh Adam. Now, here too, there are witnesses. Why? Sharei, Kresa, Ben Shinat, Ben Shinat, who mouth. Uh, her, her stomach is between her teeth. Ah, she's pregnant in this situation. And therefore, she can't say, listen, nothing happened. Uh, you know, obviously, something happened. Otherwise, why would she have got pregnant? Uh, so therefore, uh, the, we, we take away uh, that, uh, that uh, you know, her uh, migo, ad, you know, admitting that she got um, uh, had relations, because obviously she had relations. So, Amrilo, the rabbis respond, uh, it says, no, goyim prutzim ba'areotem. No, uh, most uh, non-Jews are, are uh, kind of steeped in adult, uh, in immorality as well. That's it. They, they would, uh, that, that's that's kind of behaviour they get involved in, and therefore um, the, the, it's it's uh, it's very much a given in that uh, in that uh, case as opposed to women who just secluded herself with a man, uh, even if he was uh, um, of. Uh, uh, doubtful lineage, uh, problematic lineage. Amalehem and Apitropos la Arveira. Okay, a famous uh, principle comes out a few times in in the in the Gomorrah. Uh, the fact is uh, that there are no guardians to immorality. In other words, uh, uh, people, if you put yourself in a situation of uh, of high temptation, it doesn't really make a difference who you are. Uh, it can be that your Yetzirah gets the best of you. You would uh, involve yourself in uh, immoral behavior. It doesn't really make a difference um, with that, even though you might not be living uh, that kind of lifestyle. But uh, in, in, a, in a, a situation of high temptation, uh, then uh, you could lose 
uh, your, your yourself, you could give in to your Tzahora and then uh, have, uh, have an immoral relationship. Okay, so even if this person, um, you know, uh, because this woman definitely had relations, uh, we say, listen, uh, we don't have to say uh, that uh, this, this person uh, was... Um, uh, was of, 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 of pure lineage. When, when do we say such a thing? And he says, No, that's only about a woman uh, with regard to herself. And uh, we said, No, she, she's trying to claim that she's fit to marry Queen. Uh, what about, about the testimony of a woman uh, with regard to her daughter? Uh, it says, uh, We won't believe her in that situation. Everyone would agree uh, that we don't believe her and the child is a shtuki. Okay, generally what we, we refer to as a shtuki is where the, the father is unknown and uh, every time the mother, uh, the child asks, where's dad, who's my father, uh, the mother tells uh, the child to be quiet. So that's like sheket, like shtuki, uh, etc. Okay, so and, uh, and, and because we don't know who the father is, uh, then uh, the child's presumed uh, to be a, a doubtful mamza. The Gemara says, hold on one sec, the question is, you know, what, what, what we just said now, um, you know, in the case of a woman about herself, but about the, the child, it's a stuki. So exactly what is that uh, discussion about? Hakik uh, It seems that they're talking at cross purposes here, but we say hakik No, this is what they're talking about. Uh, the rabbis say, um, Shavta al muberet. You know, uh, you you argue, you answered us about the second case of the Mishnah, and we said, listen, about this pregnant woman, we could uh, um, discuss uh, whether she's similar to the Shua uh, or not, uh, whether she was captured or not. Uh, it says, But what about the first case of the Mishnah, uh, where a woman was seen speaking to a man? There's no um, discussion, at least according to Zeri, uh, that she had anything except speaking to the guy, just secluded with him, as opposed to actual relations. Amalehem, Amadaberet, Hanu Shua. No, uh, in that situation, a uh, person that's speaking to him is the same as the captive because we believe that she had relations. Amrilo, the rabbis respond, uh, no, Shani Shua, the Rov Goyim Prutin Abarotem. No, we say is that most non Jews are, uh, are uh, uh, Prutim, and uh, you know, it's slightly uh, before we said most of them. Are uh, um, uh, are uh, yeah, are prutim, uh, We did say the same word. Uh, they are steeped in idolatry, in in immorality. Okay, and they are licentious, uh, and therefore uh, there's there's no doubt uh, that she had relations. Amalehem, Hanami. No, in the same case, Kavan, Distar, Lavera, Larayot. Uh, we say that the, uh, because she went so far as to seclude herself with him, uh, we say no, that is enough uh, to to make sure that uh, we don't believe her. Why? Because uh, once you're in the situation of temptation, uh, you'll give in to you know, the strong power of the Sahara uh, with regard to sexual immorality. Okay, that is what they are talking about. Right. So now the Gemara says, "Kitanimia." Um, uh, in any case, uh, Tarte, uh, still we talk about uh, we talk about two cases, Medaberit uh, Muberit. We're talking here. One is speaking, uh, whether we're not sure if she had relations. Obviously, one she's pregnant, uh, where we say definitely, obviously uh, she must have had relations in that situation. Due to Rav Asi, uh, surely that goes against Rav Asi, who said actually uh, that. Um, 
she, the one thing was uh, we uh, she definitely had relations that was Rav Asi's opinion uh, and we say yeah that is uh, a knockout blow against Rav Asi alright uh, so continuing uh, we see um, uh, the Gemara says the type of play Hatam Rov surely what we should do uh, is know the difference between a woman that was captured and a woman that just secluded herself uh, because we would say listen in the case of the captive uh, we would say uh, most people are uh, you know that, that band of captives obviously all the people there around her you know are, are puzzled uh, to her it's like Racha you know and as opposed to uh, when she was just secluded Racha Rov Kasherim it's like surely we should say uh, that most people are kosher when it comes to Masala Rav Yeshua Ben Levi surely the supports Rav Yeshua Ben Levi the Amar Rav Yeshua Ben Levi Ledivra Machshir Machshir Afidu Barog Poslim the one that says she is um, um, uh, kosher. Uh, we say that she is kosher, uh, even if uh, most of the people around her uh, she's in, in able able to marry a kohen, uh, even when the majority of people around her are are unfit over there. Uh, and it says um, um, uh, and. Uh, Ledivra uh, posa, and the one that says uh, she is pasul. Posa afidavarov kusherim, the one that says she is uh, no good uh, to marry, uh, unfit to marry a kohen, uh, unfit even with the majority uh, around her of it. She somehow, you know, managed to, uh, you know, get involved with someone uh, who isn't fit. Okay, even though the majority of people are, uh, the fact that she had relations uh, with someone, uh, there's an implicit assumption uh, that most of the people who engage in this these illicit sexual relations must have a flaw of sorts. Okay, um, uh, that is, that's that, uh, that's Rabbi Yashub and Levi's uh, statement. However, Amar of Yochanan, Rav Yochanan says, no, according to the one that says she is um, fit to marry Kohen, uh, we also accept that her daughter is fit as well in this situation. Divra Posalba, the one that says she is unfit, Posalbivita, you know, she's, even her daughter is unfit. Rebeliezoma, Divra Makshirba, Posalbivita, and the one uh, who says that she is uh, unfit, um, uh, her daughter is unfit. Okay, so seemingly very a similar type of uh, statements over here. We just have to, to decipher uh, who is who over there. Okay, um, and, and, and you know, what are the underlying differences between their opinions? So the Gemara says, I'm a Rabbi Matama, Rabbi Lazar. Uh, what is reason of Rabbi Al-Azhar, uh, who says, um, he said, listen, with the, with the woman, uh, we say we believe herself uh, and, you know, and, and believe her daughter as well. Uh, it says, Bishlama, uh, you know, what works for the one works for the other. Bishlama, you, it like Chazaka de Kashrut. With her, we say that she is kosher, okay? She's got a Chazaka of being kosher, and, and she maintains that. Okay, Vita, like la Chazaka de Kashrut. But their daughter, we're not sure who the father is in this situation. Uh, we would say we're not sure at all uh, who the status is. So, you know, why, um, you know, why, why would we... Uh, um, uh, you know, well, I would believe this in this uh, um, in this situation. Okay, if you if you uh, sorry, 
Rabbi Lazar said, sorry, the different Hamash Rabba, Posa Ovita, even though we might believe her, uh, we don't believe her daughter. And that was the question Rabbi says about that. What's the, the reason of Rabbi Lazar? Because uh, we might believe her because she had a chazaka of being fit from beforehand, as opposed to her daughter. Uh, we're not sure of the, who the father is. Uh, she does not. She has got no historical state of being fit. Uh, and uh, she just come into being uh, through this act, and we're not sure who the father is. So therefore, she's got no chazaka of being fit. Eitvei Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Lazar argued against Rabbi Yochanan. Says Mamad of Ramarim. When do we say uh, such a things? But Eidu Tisha Begufa. That any time we believe the woman is about herself. Okay. Aval Eidu Tisha Vivita Tivrako Havlad Shtuki. But uh, as we had before, uh, and. Um, uh, when it talks about uh, her daughter, it says everyone agrees uh, that her daughter is a Shtuki. Okay, and surely my love, Shtuki Apostle, uh, surely that she is a Shtuki, uh, and, um, uh, um, and, and then she is Puzzle uh, over here, uh, and it says, Lo, Shtuki Vakasher. Uh, no, it means that she's a Shtuki, and, uh, and uh, you know, she is uh, fit. Uh, to 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 uh, actually marry marry in okay so you know Stuki and fits you know this uh, so the the the, the uh, commentaries explain uh, there are two types the the Gaonim um, explain uh, there are two really types of Stuki okay normally what we think is one to um, born to an unmarried woman no one knows the father and we say listen that child is a doubtful mamza and therefore uh, we don't we you know it's one of the um, uh, Pasal, you know, the Pasulim, etc. There are, there are ten generations. We can see in the last chapter of Kedushin, uh, ten generations in Ashtuki as one of the lower classes, as it were. But now, what we're talking about here uh, is uh, the the second type of, of Shtuki, as it were. And uh, in the second type of Shtuki, he says, listen, uh, we know, I know the child's father, and the mother claims, I know the father, uh, and he's a good guy. Okay, so, you know, the the, the fact is that this type of Shtuki, uh, we call the child a Shtuki, uh, and, and we're going to see you know, what, what they are allowed to do, and what they aren't allowed to do uh, over here. Um, but uh, but this kind of child is actually allowed uh, to you know they're not considered a doubtful mamza uh, and they are allowed to marry into the congregation and so that's that's what the Gemara asks is there such a thing as a kosher shtuki uh, and the Gemara answers in uh, yes there is uh, like Shmuel says uh, as we had uh, we had this in Yavamot uh, towards the end of Yavamot we said, Shmuel said if there were 10 Kwanim standing together and one of them separated from the group and had relations uh, that child is a Shtuki okay, we're not sure who the father is in this situation but we know uh, that at least he comes from good lineage uh, via, and uh, they're all uh, proper Kwanim etc so Gemara says, Ma um, Shtuki. Uh, so in what case, in what way is the child a Shtuki? Ilema, Meshat Kanoto, Nixaviv. We say, listen, uh, he cannot, we, we quieten him from his father's possessions. Obviously, Pshita, Umiyadin and Avuhu, Manu. You know, obviously, we don't even know who 
the father is, if he knew what the father is, the child wouldn't be a shtuki. So obviously this child can't claim uh, anything from uh, any of these ten men uh, and claim that uh, he is, for example, is the son. Okay. Uh, so what does a shtuki mean in this instance? It means we keep him quiet uh, from the den of kuhuna. Pasuk from Pinchas, uh, which says that uh, I will give him him and his children after him, uh, this uh, Brit of, of Kuhuna. Okay, and, and what does that mean? Mishuzaro miyuchas acharav. Uh, no, you have to know exactly who your children are in order to be a Kohen. Uh, and, and what we say about this person uh, is that we keep him quiet uh, because uh, we say in this instance he can't be a Kohen because uh, he's uh, unable uh, to, uh, you know, he's a Shtuki, only in the case, that in the sense that he can't be considered a Kohen. However, he would be permitted to marry into the congregation uh, into a Jewish woman. All right, uh, you know, more about uh, these types of uh, things tomorrow. We'll leave it uh, over there. Everyone should have a great time.